0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Pruitt on trial. House conservatives feel the heat on the Farm Bill. An EU-Mexican deal poses challenges for U.S. producers. Embattled EPA chief faces Lawmakers. Washington's focus will be on Capitol Hill today as EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt faces a grilling by lawmakers in back-to-back House hearings. Pruitt will likely be questioned sharply about his spending habits and ethical issues, as well as policy issues, which could include his handling of biofuel policy. The first of the hearings will be chaired by Illinois Republican John Shimkus, who has called for reforms to the Renewable Fuel Standard. Now keep in mind, Pruitt's most important audience today really isn't Congress, it's President Trump. Pruitt's future is up to one guy, said Representative Tom Cole, who has known Pruitt going back to their days in the Oklahoma state government. He said as long as he's got the confidence of the President of the United States, he's going to be all right. White House pro-RFS Senators tempered defense of Scott Pruitt. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders yesterday was asked how Pruitt, given his alleged ethics violations, still has a job. Her answer didn't lend him much support, instead saying that the White House is, quote, evaluating these concerns, and we expect the EPA administrator to answer for them. Earlier in the day yesterday, South Dakota Republican John Thune told members of the National Association of Farm Broadcasting that Pruitt's woes can only make his own job more difficult. Thune said, I guess his ability to continue with the job is really going to be up to him and the president, but I'll tell you that there's a lot of stuff. This stuff just keeps coming out every day, and I think it's going to be harder and harder, probably, for him to be effective on the job. Iowa Republican Joni Ernst was also asked whether or not Scott Pruitt needed a go, and she said, I think we can do better. Conservatives being pressed to back the Farm Bill. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, Republican of Texas, appears to be making progress in building support among fiscal conservatives for the GOP Farm Bill. Top members of the House Freedom Caucus tell AgriPulse they're open to the bill because of the expanded work requirements for food stamp recipients. Freedom Caucus Chairman Mark Meadows, a Republican of North Carolina, says conservatives are being given a choice of this bill with its welfare reform or none at all. House Republicans plan to hold a listening session on the Farm Bill tomorrow, ahead of possible floor action the week of May 7th. Skip the House. Focus on the Senate. Democrats who serve with the House Agriculture Committee have a strategy to shape the new Farm Bill, but it won't involve House floor debate. The committee's ranking Democrat Colin Peterson and his colleagues plan to work with their Senate counterparts to put measures in the Senate version that they would have ordinarily offered in the House committee or on the House floor. That according to Illinois Democrat Sherry Bustos as she spoke with AgriPulse. And then she pointed out the obvious. This is not normal. Peterson confirmed that he is discouraging Democratic colleagues from offering amendments on the House floor. He said, quote, you can't put lipstick on a pig and have it come out in a good situation. This bill is not fixable, Peterson told Farm Broadcasters. The National Farmers Union has come out against the bill, saying, among other things, that the bill won't help farmers cope with the continued series of low prices. And if you's opposition will give Democrats some political cover, the American Farm Bureau Federation hasn't yet taken a position on the language. Thune proposes ARC enhancements. As the Senate Agriculture Committee nears debate on the new Farm Bill, South Dakota Senator John Thune proposing improvements to the Agriculture Risk Coverage Program that would encourage more farmers to stay with the ARC program under the next Farm Bill. As it stands now, growers are expected to shift in mass to the price loss coverage option. Thune's proposal includes changes to the way the county revenue guarantee is calculated and to the payment trigger. Under the current law, farmers get an ARC payment when the producer's loss exceeds 14% of the revenue guarantee. Thune is proposing to make payments when losses exceed 10% of the guaranteed level. Keep in mind, committee chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas has to balance regional interests and southern senators. They may see this proposal as tilting the commodity title toward Midwest producers. Brazilian Ag Minister expects an end to the U.S. beef ban soon. AgriPulse Bill Thompson is in Brazil this week where he is reporting on the challenge that that country poses to U.S. agriculture. Look for his reporting in an upcoming installment of our Export or Bust series. Yesterday, Bill sat down with Brazilian Agriculture Minister Blario Maggi, who said the U.S. should be able to end its ban on fresh Brazilian beef by the end of the year. Maggi said, we think we're very close to resolving this. Brazil has responded to all of the U.S. questions and demands, and now it's up to the U.S., Maggi said during an hour-long and wide-ranging interview. USDA is evaluating a large report from Brazil on improvements that have been made to its food safety and will be sending a team to Brazil once that analysis is complete. That according to Carmen Rottenberg, USDA's Acting Undersecretary for Food Safety. USDA shut down the imports of Brazilian beef last June after inspectors at U.S. ports found repeated import violations such as abscesses and unidentified foreign material in raw intact beef product that from eight Brazilian packing houses. Dairy industry angry at EU-Mexican deal on GIs. The European Union won provisions in its new trade agreement with Mexico that could prevent U.S. dairy producers from marketing cheeses south of the border with common names like Feta, Parmesan, Romano, and Munster, according to the industry. Those are among 340 product names that are protected in the EU-Mexico deal as Geographic Indications, or GI. Mexico is the largest U.S. cheese export market worth $381 million last year. Accounts for over a quarter of U.S. cheese exports. The president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, former Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, says Mexico is essentially backtracking on the goal of doing no harm in the NAFTA renegotiation. Vilsack said this undermines the rule of law and the value of the market access in terms of the U.S. has long had a place with Mexico. Here's today's He Said It. Answer the questions and stay calm and the time will eventually end. That's Representative John Shimkus tongue-in-cheek advice for EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt when he testifies before two House subcommittees today, one of which Shimkus chairs. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, April 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.